Hello, this is Lisa Hazard with the podcast. We're all psychic. Today, Misty has strep throat. It sucks. I feel so bad for her. Misty, get better. Um, so I thought I'd do a podcast on palmistry. I don't know any other palm readers. Um, I did meet one when I was in my 20s, late 20s. I knew a girl who read palms, but she explained to me that for her, she knew some basics of palmistry, but really how it worked for her was through clairsentience. She could touch a hand and get information. I was 29, I think, when she gave me a palm reading. She told me at the time I would not have children with the husband I was married to, and that was true. She said that I would meet someone and marry him, and he would have two children, and that happened. Um, but the rest of it, I just don't remember. I was so young. I was pretty excited about it, though, because I could read palms, but I'd never had a real psychic read my real palms with her real palmistry skills. So I was pretty surprised that she used clairsentience instead of, like, the actual lines and the mounts and the fingers and the palms and the way it looks and everything like that. Palmistry is very uh, well, they all kind of, all the divinations tools link together. But palmistry uh, has a lot of astrology symbolism in it. They use astrology, uh, the planets, and all that good stuff for the names of what the mounts are and the fingers and all that stuff. And what are mounts? Well, I know you know what fingers are. I hope so anyway. <laughs> um, and the mounts are the little padded areas, uh, like underneath your fingers or in between your fingers, or there's like they're fleshy or they're flat or they kind of move to one side or move to another side. Um, and you have lines on your hands. You read those. You have your fingers. There's lots of information. Fingers are my favorite. There are, uh, there's other things you look at, like the colors of the hands and nails. You can see, uh dietary stuff with like the colors of nails and the ridges and stuff like that and um you could use the back of the hand I don't usually do much with the back of the hand except just look at the shape and just kind of get a general feeling from it it may seem weird to do a podcast on palmistry because it seems like you should look at a palm while you're learning this so um I thought about doing a video podcast but then I thought way back to 2012 or so I wrote I ghost. I mean, I wrote, wrote it under a pen name, Clara Masai, but I wrote a little palmistry book, just a beginner's palmistry book. And it worked. I didn't have any pictures. And so I guess, you know, it did okay. So I'm going to try to do that with the podcast, just kind of explain it. And if you're not driving, <laughs> you can look at your hand and maybe follow along and read your palm, get some information about yourself that maybe you don't know or predict something. I'm going to give real basic stuff, though, for the just to start out. So what is the point of palmistry? Exactly what I just said. Figure yourself out. Figure other people out. Look at your future. Can you change it? I don't know. I think you can, but that's another podcast. With palmistry, it's pretty much separated into the palm, the lines, the fingers, and the color. I'm going to go ahead and start with describing, I guess I'll talk about looking at the hand as a whole. You can see the shape of the hand. Uh, if a shape, uh, they have like uh, named wood and earth and oh goodness, you know, the shapes of the hands, air hand, fire hand. It's just like the, you know, wood, water, fire, fire, the elements. And those, the hand types are uh, like, gosh, that's really hard to do without a picture. 
But the if you know anything about the elements, you can kind of figure out what the hand would look like, like the, the earth hand. A shape of an earth hand would be very square. The fingers would be even with the palm. And the thumb would be even with the fingers. And everything looks grounded like the earth. Now, a water hand would be all dainty and, and flowy. And, ooh, and the fingers are long and the palm is short. Sometimes it's long. But the fire hand, it's kind of uh, a little bit like the water hand. But it's a little wider at the bottom, kind of like a flame. And with an air hand, I think that that's the one where the palm's really long. And those, those people with those types of hands will have supposedly corresponding characteristics to that element, basically, in their personality. It might be in their astrology chart, too. I'll start with the mounts. So after that, I mean, I'm starting with everything. Everything's starting. So with the mounts... Let's start with the one below at the base of your thumb. This is the Mount of Venus. And it has to do with love and uh, like emotions and passion and just your, your general like well-being of emotion. So if it's really fleshy and, and gushy and, you know, puffy, it means you're probably a real passionate person. Maybe you get angry or upset pretty easily or just very dramatic life it could be. And if you have like a flatter mount of Venus, it can mean that you have it balanced, you know, a good balance between your passion and your practical side. And um, it also, if it's flat, flat, it's kind of like you're emotionless. You, you don't work with your emotions that much. So next, let's go to the mount below your pointer finger. The thing, pointer finger is the Jupiter finger. And if you know astrology... Uh, I didn't talk about this with Venus, but with, with Venus, it's the, the planet of love. And with Jupiter, it's like the planet of luck and expansion and stuff like that. So the pointer finger being Jupiter and the mount under it being the mount of Jupiter. This finger and this mount are about your leadership skills, your teaching skills, your ability to... Make something happen. Your, you know, it's not your willpower, but it's like your, your competence. You know, you're, you're, you're just what makes it happen. So, like somebody who is a strong leader, this mount underneath the fleshy part, underneath that finger at the base of it, would be really pronounced if they're like a, a like a strong leader, but not too pronounced. If it's too pronounced, then they're kind of oppressive leader. And if it's too flat, then they they'd rather follow. So then the next finger over, the nice little middle finger, it is the mount of Saturn and the ring of Saturn. So the mount underneath the middle finger is called the mount of Saturn. Saturn in astrology is like, uh, well, some people call it the reaper, but <laughs> it's, it's about um, philosophy, doctrine, um, spirituality, what you believe in, what you're here for, what you want to do with your spirit. Why, what you're doing here. So this is like, a, if it's real fleshy, then um, you can have very strong opinions about what you believe in. If it's not fleshy, then you probably don't really have strong opinions or you don't push them on other people. And if it's really flat, then you might not really have much faith in yourself or in the greater blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm going to stop here before I continue to the ring finger, because some of you may have noticed that your mounts 
aren't exactly right smack dab under these two fingers. So maybe they go a little bit to the left and it's like poofed up a little bit in between the fingers or not quite under the mount. That means that the mount next to it is influencing it. So for example, on my right hand, my mount of Jupiter and my mount of Saturn come together in a pad in between the fingers instead of right below them. So my leadership skills or my desire to lead or whatever that may be is mixed up with my belief system is kind of what that means. So the next finger is the ring finger. The ring finger is the mount of Apollo and the Apollo finger. It's about creativity and it's about fame sometimes and success in the arts usually, or just your creative side is always what I think of. So if that mount at the base of the ring finger is fleshy, then you have a lot of creativity overload. If you have a flat one, then you don't use your creative energy very much or you won't. And with, a, you know, just a normal one, or if it goes and drifts to the side, mine drift, um, you, inter, you, you, you intermingle these things together. They don't just stand on their own for you. The final finger is the, the final finger and mounts is the mercury, the pinky. So mercury, oh, I had not the final. I haven't done the thumb yet. It's not a finger. It's a thumb. But the pinky is mercury. Mercury is about communication. So the pinky is about communication. And that pad under that finger, that mount, is the mount of mercury. So if it's fleshy and gushy, then you probably uh, really love communicating. Mine's like a big old, like a pillow. And you probably just love to talk. <laughs> and um, you might write, you might um, work in journalism, something like that. If it's kind of flat, you, you just have a hard time communicating or you just, uh, it's not one of your favorite things. It's not an easy thing for you to communicate. If it's just kind of normal, you just talk kind of normal. So mine, for example, is really full and then it drifts over into the Mount of Apollo. And the actual Mount of Apollo drifts into my Mount of Saturn. So everything for me is all mixed up. They all like to work together, except that communication one's pretty big. So let's talk thumb. Thumb is the willpower and your logic. But I always think of willpower. So um, that mount is Venus, but the thumb is just, I think it's just the thumb. I don't think they call it anything. I don't think they call it the Venus finger or anything like that that I know of. So that's just the basic mounts. And we have uh, the plane of Mars, which is broad area in the flat of your palm and you have upper and lower Mars. And these are, uh, these are kind of hard to explain. There's just, there's just a few more mounts hanging in there with me. So the plane of Mars is the whole base of like the whole plane <laughs> of your palm. And um, on the inside of your hand, like between your pointer finger and your thumb is one of the Mars and then on the other side, underneath the pinky, but not directly under the pinky, is the other plane of Mars, or the other mount of Mars. Then we have my favorite mount, the mount of Luna, or the mount of the moon. It's the one that's on the fleshy, it's everybody's got a fleshy one, I think. Ah, not everybody. Uh, it's a pretty broad generalization. Um, it's like underneath your pinky 
and way down, like on the bottom. It's all like, like if you're looking at your right hand and you look, you have it open looking at you, it's the bottom left part that's all out loud. So that's your intuition. I love that part. That's your, your juju sense, your intuition, um, mysticism, and your imagination. Your imagination is big, and that's why that mount is so big. That's what I say. So if you have a fleshy mount of Luna or the mount of the moon, then you're very imaginative and you're very creative in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. And if it's flatter, you don't want to work with that side as much, or you don't. And if it's just kind of normal, you have a balance. Mine is pretty normal, oddly enough. So in, at this point, I'm going to start with the fingers. I know you're dying to get to those lines, but since we've already gone over the names of the fingers and the meanings of the fingers, I'd like to talk about what you can do with that information. Now, if you remember, you got your thumb, it's your willpower. You got your pointer, Jupiter, and that one is leadership, mastery. You have your middle finger, your birdie, and that is Saturn. That's about philosophy, religion, spirituality. You have your ring finger, Apollo, and Apollo is about your creativity. And, you, and then you have our Mercury, I mean, it's the thing, pinky, and Mercury is your communications. So if you're looking at your hand, you want to spread all your fingers out as hard as you can and look at your hand and how they spread out. So if your thumb isn't very flexible, if it makes a good right angle or more, you have a very flexible open mind. If your thumb is a little tighter, like closed in, like a, making a check mark or something, you have a little harder time opening your mind. And then if um, your thumb is really flexible, that's another sign of having a very open mind and a flexible will. But you have a strong will if the thumb is like, well, that comes to your fingertips too. We'll get to that in a minute. But the thumb, you have a strong will when the phalange, they call them phalanges, of the finger, the top one, is especially big, and mine is really big. But the fingertips tell even more about that. I'll get into the fingertips in a second, or more, probably more than a second, maybe hmm, 600 seconds. So then we're going to go to Jupiter, pointer finger, and look at the space between Jupiter and Saturn. And if those two are far apart, or close together, it tells you something. Like if it's just a lot of this is just kind of common sense. If you're looking at the hands spread out and those two fingers are farther apart, they're not gonna be influencing each other. And the fingers that are close to each other are influencing each other. If your pinkies, if you still have your hands spread out and your pinkies extend away from the rest of your hand, it means you're a creative thinker, very good communicator, and you want to look at the general flexibility of the hands as a whole. The more flexible the hands are, the more flexible the person is. So let's talk about those fingertips. I love some fingertips. Ah! So you have basically three different kinds of markings on the tips of your fingers. One is a whirl. And it looks like a spiraling kind of like a swirl whirly, you know. And then you have a tent, and a tent is, well, actually, there's four kinds, sorry. You have the, the whirl, which is just a circle, like a swirling on the fingertip. You have the tent, which is 
Well, I'll talk about the loop first. The loop comes up from one of the sides of the finger or thumb, and it kind of wraps up from a side instead of being just a circle in the middle like the whirl. Now with a tent, it's like a loop, but it doesn't quite loop. It just goes up and kind of comes down. It looks like there's a little tent with uh, at the bottom at the base of the finger. And then you have the composite. The composite's very interesting. I have one composite on my thumb. You don't see them very often. A composite is like two loops or two whirls. It's kind of hard to explain. It looks like uh, yin-yang, kind of. And that means you go back and forth. So, yeah, I'll get into the meanings. So the whirl, the circle on any of the fingers, for example, if it's on the thumb, the whirl, it means you have mastered your will. It's like our master. You, you're really good at, at that. You have like, you were born with it. You got it. And um, if it's on your, if you have a whirl on your pointer finger, you have mastered leadership. If you have a whirl on your middle finger, you have mastered your spirituality, your philosophies. If you have a whirl on your ring finger, it's your creative stuff. You have really a, like a genius ability there. And the same thing with Mercury finger, the pinky finger. If you have a, a whirl, the circle, then you're a master communicator. So with the loop, you're just kind of like hanging in there. You, you got it. You're even keel with a loop on any of the fingers. With a tent, you're working on that area of your life. A tent, if you see that, like, say, on the Jupiter finger, the pointer finger, that might mean that in this lifetime, you can see it that way, you're working on building up your leadership skills. You haven't mastered that, and you haven't gotten even keel with it either. The composite, on the other hand, is when you're going, like, to the extremes. Sometimes, like for me, with my composite on my one of my thumbs, it means sometimes I would have a huge strong will, and then sometimes I have no will at all. But it gets a little complicated because we have two hands. What does that mean in palmistry? Everybody kind of has different takes on this. I read both palms. I usually look at the left hand as the past life influence, and then I usually look at the right hand as the right now and what you're, where you're going, what you're doing influence. What's really important about palmistry that you know is that your lines can and do change. They can and do change. Not all of them. They, they, they will, I mean, your whirls, you know, that kind of stuff is not going to change. Your fingertips. But everything else about your palm can change. With or without influences. So I want to go back to the fingers for a second because I left something out. When you're looking at the fingers, let's, let's go away from the fingertips and look at the phalanges. Um, that's the little, you know, the parts between your knuckles on your fingers. If you have horizontal lines going across your fingers, it means you're really stressed out in that area of your life. Or you, you just, you've just been run down in that area. Now, if you have vertical lines, it means you're closer to mastery of the subjects of those fingers. Or you have a lot of experience in those areas if they're uh, vertical going up your fingers. So if you have, um, let's say you're looking at your hand and your flanges on the, just the bottom flanges have vertical lines and the top ones don't. That means you just need more, more experience, the more experienced you get, the more vertical lines you'll get going up your fingers. And this line's changing. So, okay. Do you have your hands full yet with information? I know that was a really bad pun. 
So let's get into the lines because the lines are fun. The lines are a lot of fun. There's so much to them. Um, it'll help you now that you know the mounts for me to describe where the lines are. That might help. Let's, um, let's look at our hands. You can look at both of them. Look at one. Whatever you feel like. I'm looking at my right hand. So let's start with a good old lifeline. Lifeline goes around your thumb. That's that big line. It's the one everybody has a big one around their thumb. That's the lifeline. Um, it can show health. It can show trauma. It can show all kinds of things. Um, and then we have, I'm just going to go through the lines first, and maybe I'll go into some descriptions about what you might see when you're looking at them. So that's the lifeline. It's about your health, your uh, longevity, and any kind of physical things that happen to you in your life. So let's say on the lifeline you have a break. You know, um, usually when I read palms, I look at the very base of the thumb as the beginning of the life and the very end of the thumb as the end of the life. So at the base of the thumb, if you see a split or, you know, if the, there's two branches, three branches or something, usually it means somebody has uh, come from many family influences. If there's two, they have two family influences. This can be uh, split up parents. This can be a grandparent who was always around. This can be friends. This can be anybody who influences this person or you from an early age and you consider them family. So, and if you have, uh, you might see something called islands on this line. Islands look like islands, you know, <laughs> they're like, there's a line and then there's a bubble and then there's more line or there's a whole bunch of bubbles. Those are called islands. Those usually mean problems or you know, uh, if you're looking at the lifeline, it's like maybe health problems or something like that. And from there, let's go to the head line. The head line is above the lifeline and in the middle of the palm, usually. At this point, some of you, very few of you may notice that you're like, wait, there's only, wait, there's, okay, there's a line above that line for most people. There's a heart line above the headline. So if you're looking at your palm, you'll see one on top, one on bottom, and then the lifeline. But some people have just one line there. And instead of the headline and the heart line, they have one line and it's called the simian line. There's a lot of stuff to talk about with the simian line, but I'm not going to do it. You can Google it. It's pretty awesome. It's kind of, I'll just let you draw your own conclusions if you decide to research the Simeon line. S-I-M-I-A-N, Simeon. So the headline is about the way you think. And um, it can be short. If it's short, you don't like to think too much. You just, it's just not your favorite thing to do. If it's long and goes straight across your hand, you would be very logical. If it's long and dips down, you would be more imaginative and a creative thinker. And if it branches, it's your both. If it has, if it's not straight, if it's kind of crooked or has bends in it, you may have had times in your life where you weren't thinking straight or you will have times in your life where you can't think straight for some reason or another. It could be medical, could be spiritual, could be anything, could be trauma. Like on my left hand, I have three headlines. And on my right uh, hand, I only have one headline. This, the girl who read for me, I do remember this, the girl who read for me in Phoenix, Roxanne, she told me that that meant there was something wrong with the way I thought in my left hand, but I would fix it in this life on my right hand. And uh, let's, let's hope that's happened. <laughs> yeah, I remembered something. 
And then when you go like look at the top of the headline over by the lifeline where they, they either meet or they don't. If those two lines are touching, you're probably more of an introvert. And if they're apart, then you're more of an extrovert. And you can have lines reaching from the headline to the lifeline and the lines not be connected. And that kind of tells you something there. You can be both. Now we'll talk about the heart line. And the heart line is the way you feel. It's, it's how you express your emotions. How your life is going to or is or your, your relationships. So remember I talked about islands. So if you, you're, oh, by the way, the heart, the heart line is the top line um, of your palm. And it usually goes from between under either Jupiter or Saturn fingers, pointer or middle fingers, all the way to the edge of your hand below your pinky. So if you have islands, it kind of means you're fickle or maybe you can fall in and out of love really quickly. If you have um, a fork up underneath the Jupiter finger or the Saturn finger, if it forks instead of goes straight or up, that, well, those things mean different things. So if it's curving up, it means you're more sexual or passionate, and that's what you want in a partner. If it's straight, you want romance. And if it's forked, you like it all. <laughs> you, you, you need the whole package. And guess what I have? I need the whole package. Um, and now, oddly, there is, if you have that branch, and there is a line connecting them, making a triangle, it can mean that you have a very good connection with the divine. There are some other major lines, but I just don't want to go into all of them. I really kind of want to start talking about the markings because the markings are really cool, guys. The, the you probably if you're re listening to this, maybe you have some interest in palmistry. You know, like on your palm, you have uh, a bunch of different kinds of marks that you can see, like a circle, a triangle, a square, a grill, and a cross. Those are the main ones you're going to see. So let's start with a circle. <laughs> Everybody loves the circle. No, the circle's terrible. I think there's only one place that the circle can be where it's a good thing. Everywhere else you don't want it. And I can't remember where it's supposed to be right now where it's good, but I think it's underneath your, um, on your um, Apollo mound. I think that's where it's supposed to be okay. Otherwise, a circle's usually just bad luck or you're a bad person. You're bad if you have a circle. That's what they say. But I don't really know. I don't see too many circles. And the times I have, there's usually other markings with them. Um, like Sheila, the angel lady, actually has a pentacle on her palm. I'm not kidding you. She has a pentacle. It's just a pentacle. A pent you know, she's like, well, how'd that happen? Because I thought it was a circle at first, and I looked closely, and it was a pentacle. And I never figured out what that means, but nobody will ever figure out what Sheila is. She is just something. So if you see, um, like, say, a circle under your leadership finger, under your Jupiter, maybe someone thwarts your progress or maybe you thwart your own progress. It's, it's just like a bad omen kind of mark. It's kind of like a curse. But remember, lines can change. So let's go and look at grill. A grill looks like a grill, like a, like, like a check, check your word, like crisscross. So this crisscross grill is problems, problems and hardships. And um, then you have your square. It, it, unlike in astrology, a square is not a good thing necessarily, or it's a hard thing. A uh, square in palmistry is really great. It's a healing. It's someone helping you. It's a spirit helping you. It's your family helping you. It's help. It's assistance. It's healing. 
If you're sick, if you see on that lifeline an island and a square around it, that person healed really well. Uh, or they will if you see it down the lifeline and they're young. So then we have uh, the, tri- the triangle, which is my favorite. It's lucky. Every time you see a triangle, it's lucky. A triangle, if it's, you got a triangle on your, on your uh, Apollo sign, on your Apollo uh, mount, it means you will have luck in your spiritual endeavors or your philosophies or your education. And if you have a triangle, say, um, on your thumb, you might have a way of just making things happen for yourself or being in the right place at the right time. If you have triangles on your headline, it usually means money from family or inheritances. And um, anywhere you see a triangle, it's just there's luck there. And with a cross, it usually is a good thing, but sometimes it's a bad thing. So it really depends on where it is. Um, so a cross, you, it can be an X or it can be a plus kind of cross. It usually indicates um, some kind of innate ability in that area that you're just, you're just gifted in that area. Which brings me to one of my favorite things to talk about the big symbols in your hand that tell you that you are psychic. But before that, I'm adding this little clip. I forgot the star. The star is a sim- like a sign that's so cool. If you see the star on the Mount of Apollo, you're going to be famous. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody knows that. The star means a lot of different things, which is usually really great to see a star. And back to psychic symbols. I'll tell you about the ones I know of. Um, the mystic cross. Everybody knows that in palmistry pretty much. The mystic cross is an X or a cross, and it's usually in between your headline and your heart line. It'll be right in the middle, or it'll be off to the left in between them or off to the right in between them. You can have them all over the place. In The mystic cross in the middle means you have an aptitude for mysticism or an interest and metaphysics. And if it's more leaning toward Jupiter or, you know, toward the thumb and the pointer, it means you're more of a healer. You're more divinely guided. If you have the mystic cross over by the pinky, under the pinky, or going that side of the palm, it means more occultism, interest in the occult. Now, there are also lines underneath the pinky, and they're vertical. Those are the healer's lines. You'll see doctors will have this a lot. And um, people who write also have these lines sometimes, because, hey, writing's a form of therapy, I guess. So these lines are the healer's lines, and they're usually associated with anyone who can just, just naturally heal. And that's why doctors usually pick that profession to begin with. So I guess that's why they have it. It's called the medical lines a lot of the time. And um, another indication of uh, psychic stuffs is the Ring of Solomon. Now, the Ring of Solomon goes around the Jupiter finger, the pointer finger. The Ring of Solomon indicates telepathy to me. Um, sometimes it's not fully formed, so you might be working on developing your telepathy or your telepathic skills. Um It can be a whole big freaking ring. And that person who has that mark is probably very smart and knows what's going on. Probably doesn't know they're a telepath. You've heard me talk about that before, though. 
So uh, another mark that uh, no, it's actually not a mark. It's kind of it's called there's there's two things called the tri- psychic triangle. They get their different readers call them different things. Um, one of the psychic triangles is made up of two lines running up your hand, not the lifeline, but next to the lifeline going vertical. And they kind of they will start at usually either the base of your palm or up in the middle. These are also lines that talk about your work. And some people have one, two, or three. And um, they're called the fate, the sun, and oh, something else, those lines. So when there's two of them and they make, and they brand, they come, they start in the base of the palm and they go up to the headline and then up through to the heart line. When they reach the heart, heart line, they make a triangle with the heart line. And when they reach the headline, they make a triangle with the headline. If those two lines go up and make a triangle to your heart line with the headline inside, that's one of the psychic symbols. means like you integrate spirituality or you integrate your psychic senses into your work, basically. So then we have the very mysterious other psychic triangle. (laughs) This is a weird one for me. So when you have this mark, it's in your Apollo mount under your ring finger. And it's a triangle. And usually you can't see it. It's very, very faint. Tiny, tiny thing. Now, there's a lot of lot of different kind of ideas about what this little triangle is. Most, uh, most palm readers will say, I've, I've read anyway, will say that this triangle is somehow a restriction of your psychic abilities, a restriction of your powers. It can be placed on you or you have placed it on yourself for some reason in this lifetime. I have a freaking huge one and it's branched out all over the place. If anyone would like to tell me what that means is listening, I would love to hear or send me an email, Lisa at we're all psychic.com. Um, and it branches and branches. I don't know what's going on with that sucker. Uh, uh, it's like, what? So those are like the main symbols of, of, of seeing if you're uh, naturally inclined according to your palms to work with energy. And I want to talk about birthmarks and scars and accidents birthmark ooh, it can be it matters what color it is matters where it is it can mean a lot of different things i have a birthmark on my mount of luna and inside that birthmark is a little circle it's kind of strange i don't know what it means and um i've never figured it out i've asked that i did ask that palm reader in phoenix roxanne what it meant and she said um look to your dreams look to your intuition look look at your dreams and um I just never have figured out. I had another person tell me I had, I met Akasha's, one of her friends, um, Akasha Prime's friends. And she looked at it just for a second and she said she saw the eye of Horus. And I thought that was pretty cool. I I, I just like, what? Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to speak with her more, but I haven't yet. And um, let's say you have spots, like if you have a spot, like not a birthmark, but like a little dot, a little red dot or a little blue dot or a little brown dot, not quite a freckle. Those can come and go. And that can indicate like stressors in that area of your life on your palm. So if you have like a little red dot on your headline, all of a sudden, it may mean that you're under a lot of tension your stress and tension and stuff like that something's or something's coming up that's going to cause that so if you see them coming in your hands like they pop up watch out (laughs) so what about scars and stuff like a black widow bite on my finger on my hand that i got last week 
I mean, when you get stuff that happens to you, it does reflect in the palmistry. Um, my black widow bite, for example, is on my left hand, and it's in between one of my many headlines and my lifeline. So uh, looking at that, it's also near a line of father influence. So this could be possibly an interference. It's really close to my one of the, the lines of the head. And I think it could say, you know, problems with father and thinking and, and talking or something like that, or problems with sudden problems with that. Um, and if you have a scar, it you can look back at your life and what happened to create that scar and what was going on in your life during that time and where the scar is on your hand. That will tell you a lot about like a scar. A scar is something that damaged you and makes you not able to progress in that area. So yes, that's like an area of your life where you got hurt, you know, and there's a mark on, on your palm that shows in your soul. So what if you cut yourself? Same thing as like with the black widow bite. It can be um, a paper cut on your pointer finger. Maybe someone at work suppressing you and you need to, you know, put some alcohol on that. So, I mean, this is, what is this? It's about 35 minutes long. There's a whole ton of stuff to palmistry. It goes on and layers and layers and all kinds of interesting stuff. If you're looking at your palm still, you might see little, the little palmer lines, the little tiny, tiny, tiny lines, like, like the, the fingertips. They're all over your hand. All those mean something too. Um, you sometimes can't see them because you have lines like look at the look at your uh, Mount of Venus under your yeah your Mount of Venus where your thumb is. You may notice that you have some lines going horizontally. If you see horizontal lines there and they're real deep, really deep, this can be a dietary issue. Like oh, too much sugar usually is what that means to me. Uh, um, and if it's a lot of people have that those marks across their 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 Venus mount. Because we have a lot of sugar in our culture. And we're, that's because that's why we're so sweet, I guess. And, you know, this is this is really just the very basics of palmistry. And I hope that it's gave you some interest. Maybe you might want to go learn some more because palmistry is fascinating. It, it, there's so many theories on it. It's been around since hands <laughs> and toes and fingers. Um, but I hope you took an interest. I hope this helped you out some. I'm uh have to listen back and kind of see where we're at with this. Maybe edit it a little bit. I don't know. Um, I just love palmistry. It's just so much fun. And there is something to touching someone's hand and feeling the, the body temperature and all that. You get more information when you actually get to touch them because you can you can ink your hands and keep records of your palms. I've never done it, but I wish I had. I've, I've watched them a lot and watched them change. But you can like get these kits where you ink your hands and you it's just boom, palm prints. And you can look over them, like do it once a year or once every six months and see how your lines change. And lastly, I would like to thank my sponsor, Everclear. Everclear.com is also an advice app where you can get your advice from psychics and empaths so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I love you guys. And Misty, I miss you, Misty. I hope everybody's having a wonderfully spinning heads from this palmistry lesson. And if you have any questions, drop me an email. I may or may not be able to answer. Hey, and if you know what this uh, birthmark means or this like triangle means, let me know. I'm very curious. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. It was great uh, talking to you about palmistry.
Have a wonderful afternoon, evening, morning, whatever you're at. Goodbye.